Hello and welcome to the 78th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Yesterday, I ran into a friend at the coffee shop. Yeah, can you repeat, please? Yesterday, I ran into my friend at the coffee shop. What does the verb to run into mean? To run into is to meet somebody by chance. We didn't plan on meeting at the coffee shop, but I ran into her. And by the way, is the verb to run a regular verb or an irregular verb? Yes, it's an irregular verb. Run, ran, run. So yesterday I ran into my friend at the coffee shop. And by the way, coffee shop is a funny word because it's very American, I think. In other words, we typically don't use the word cafeteria when we want to say coffee shop. Please repeat, cafeteria, cafeteria. Remember how to improve your pronunciation by focusing on where the stress goes on the syllable. Cafeteria. Well, a cafeteria in American English refers to the place where you eat at school or it refers to the place where you eat at work. Let's say you are working for a large multinational company and you eat at the office. You eat at the cafeteria. And of course, at schools in the United States, usually starting from junior high and high school, if you eat at school, you eat at the cafeteria or you eat in the cafeteria. So in other words, we usually don't use the word cafeteria for that place where you go to drink coffee and have a pastry or a donut or something. We say coffee shop. And a cafe is like the European coffee shop. In other words, if you are in the United States and you say, yeah, we went to a cafe, it sounds very elegant. <laughs> it sounds very European. So typically, we call these places coffee shops. And that's exactly where I ran into my friend. Now, my friend is a non native English speaker. She is not a native English speaker, but she speaks English very well. And we were talking about the question tag. Just to review very quickly, remember how question tags work. If it's affirmative in the first part, the question tag is negative. And if the first part of the sentence is negative, the question tag is positive. So we were eating donuts. So let's practice, for example, if I say, you are not going to eat four donuts, are you? You hate donuts, don't you? You have never eaten four donuts, have you? You like donuts, don't you? The reason why I want to review this is because of what she told me. She began, don't you, didn't you, won't you? No, no, no. Those are direct questions. Question tags are used when you either affirm something or you negate something. They're used in the affirmative and the negative. You like donuts, don't you? You don't like donuts, do you? Okay. Is that clear? Good. So anyway, we were talking about donuts. We got talking about cooking we got talking about pancakes. Don't ask me how, but we started talking about pancakes and flipping the pancake. I think we were talking about pastries and cookies and donuts, and then we got talking about pancakes, and I asked her, how do you know when to flip the pancake? Flip. Remember the verb to flip, 
To flip is to turn something over. To flip over or to flip means to turn it over. So I asked her, how do you know when to flip over the pancake? Do you know? When the pancake starts forming bubbles. Bubbles. And remember, this is a regular verb, but in the infinitive, the P doesn't require the use of our voice. In other words, if I say flip, the sound of the P, flip, I don't use my voice to pronounce that sound. So that means in the past, it sounds like a T, flipped. So I flipped over the pancake when I saw the bubbles. That's how you know. Let's look at the word flip-flop, flip-flop. In the summertime, I wear flip-flops. Flip-flops are like these sandals, right? These little sandals that people wear. They're very light. They're very comfortable. They're very airy. They're not too hot for the summertime. They're great. They're called flip-flops. But what does it mean if I flip-flop? Let's say I'm a politician, for example, and I am giving my opinion about something. I believe that red is the best color in the world. Red is the best color in the world. And then the following day, I say, ladies and gentlemen, blue. Blue is the best color in the world, and I am going to implement blue because blue is the best. Well, wait a second. I just flip-flopped. Well, what does that mean? To flip-flop means to quickly change your opinion or your policy without any real reason, except to probably pander to people. Please repeat, she is simply pandering to the people. She is simply pandering to the people. Okay, so let me explain. If you flip-flop on something, you quickly change your opinion to make the people like your views. So to flip-flop means to suddenly change your opinion or to change your policy. And politicians do this because they want to pander to people. Repeat, please. Politicians want to pander to people. Politicians want to pander to people. So what does to pander mean? To pander means to express your views or your opinions in accordance to the likes of a group of people you're trying to appeal to. In other words, if I want you to like me, I'm a politician and I want you to like me, I am pandering to you if I say, well, red is the best color. I like red. I'm going to implement red because I know you like red. But I flip-flop. When the following day, I go talk to the people who like blue and I start pandering to them by saying, blue is the best color in the world. We are going to implement blue. So I flip-flop by pandering to those people. Now, back to the question of the pancake. And we talked about when you need to flip the pancake. You need to flip the pancake when the bubbles start to form. So you flip it or you flip it over. But my question is, what do you use to flip over the pancake? A spatula, a spatula. Please repeat, spatula. Spatula, how do you spell that? Well, that was my question. How do you spell spatula? S-P-A-T-U-L-A. Repeat, please, (laughs) S-P-A-T-U-L-A. How are your letters? I'm not going to repeat it again. Yes, I will. I will repeat it one more time. S-P-A-T-U-L-A, spatula. The trick here is to remember that the combination of the letters T and U sounds like ch, a ch, spatula. Let me give you another example, Portugal, or another example, furniture, or another example, mature, mature.
So I am cooking my pancake, I flip it over, I am using my spatula, and I realize that the pancake has stuck to the pan. I was using a frying pan that really is not very good, and the pancake stuck to the pan because it's not one of those non-stick frying pans. What's another word for frying pan? Skillet. I was using this old frying pan, and I realized that that was a bad idea because the pancake stuck to the pan. Pan, pan, pan. And one last thing to keep in mind, remember your vowels, A-E-I-O-U, sometimes Y. And that's why you're listening to these podcasts because sometimes it's difficult to distinguish these vowels. If I say P-A-N, how do you pronounce P-A-N? Pan. If I say P-I-N, how do you pronounce P-I-N? Pin. Pin. If I say P-E-N, how do you pronounce P-E-N? Pen. And if I say P-U-N, how do you pronounce P-U-N? Pun. What's a pun, by the way? A pun is a play on words. Let me give you one classic riddle, which also uses a play on words, which also uses a pun. Question, what is black and white and red all over? Talk. Yeah, what is black and white and red all over? A newspaper. What is black and white and red? Red, of course, is the participle of to read. Okay, that is the classic riddle and pun because we are playing on the word here, red. Please go back and listen to this podcast a couple times so you can really put into practice, implement all of the advice and all of the new vocabulary and expressions that you have learned here today. That's it for the 78th episode of Crosby's Nine. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.